Hello, I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about desserts. Oh, now you might be thinking that it's kind of funny <laughs> that our last podcast was talking about fitness, and now we're talking about desserts. Well, with Thanksgiving approaching next week, I couldn't help myself but talk about one of my favorite parts of the Thanksgiving meal. Plus, we talk each week about life's beautiful journey, and desserts are definitely part of that for me. (laughs) And I actually had to work on finding a balance in my diet so I could still experience some of those awesome treats while still maintaining my daily calorie allotment. You know, typically I just make sure to only get small portions of any sweets that I want to consume so I can still taste what I want, but I don't blow all my calories in one dish. So we will assume you aren't eating too much of each item we talk about today, okay? (laughs) But to get us started, how about some dessert dad jokes? Oh no. Here we go. Why did the shipwrecked pirates get to eat cakes, Oreos, Uh, Oreo cookies and pies when they washed up on shore because it was a deserted island. Mm. I gave my wife a cannoli for Valentine's Day when she asked why I said I can only be happy when I'm with you. (laughs) And what sort of pudding roams wild in Alaska? Well, moose, of course. All right. Sorry about that. I couldn't resist. (laughs) But I have mentioned in the past that one of my favorite go-to desserts in the Meacham family is ice cream. Whether we were making homemade ice cream, as I mentioned before, or uh, we would get it from one of our favorite ice cream shops in town, or just having some from the grocery store and bringing bringing that home, uh, that dessert has been a big part of my life. Here in Ohio, we often enjoy going to the Ice Cream Festival in Utica, where the home of Velvet Ice Cream is found. And that is one place that you really have to watch how much ice cream you consume, you know. Uh, They have some awesome flavors to try. And I've also talked before, of course, uh, speaking of different flavors and such, about the ice cream at the Ohio State Fair. They're in the uh, building with the butter cow. You know, on a hot August day, it just hits the spot to dig into a dish of their freshly scooped ice cream, doesn't it? You know, in high school, I took a class once uh, that was called Meal Management. And basically, each week, we learned how to make a different food item. And most of the time, they were desserts. Oh, man. And, you know, I learned how to make an apple pie there in that class. And the key was to properly separate the top and bottom crust while removing the wax paper between the two. (laughs) You know, an elderly lady from the church forgot one time to do that and gave us a pie, our family a pie. And, of course, I was just a kid. And uh, as I dug into that piece of pie and was chewing, I was chewing and chewing. (laughs) It's because there was still wax paper in between there. Oh, man. But, you know, in my class, we also made an ice cream lasagna one time. And uh, that's uh, just something where you take layers of ice cream, you put it in a pan, and then you crush Oreos, and you spread those out, and then you have chocolate syrup and whipped cream, and you do that in several layers, and it's amazing. And needless to say, we were excited to go to class each day. (laughs) Uh, One dessert item I learned how to make also was called a chocolate eclair. And this wasn't the kind that looks similar to like a Longhorn Donut. It's actually one that's made also in a cake pan. 
and it's made of layers of graham crackers, a mix of French vanilla pudding, milk, and whipped cream, and then a layer of chocolate icing on top. You know, and once it's done, you leave it in the refrigerator overnight, and then the graham crackers soften, and it makes it easy to serve that next day, and it's amazing. I'll be making that, in fact, uh, as I do annually for our Thanksgiving dinner next week. And so I'm looking forward to sharing that and then enjoying it as well. You know, another item that I'm looking forward to uh, next week is something my sister-in-law, Tracy, makes. And they're called Oreo Balls. And uh, they're just a mix of crushed Oreos, cream cheese, and uh, made into a ball. And then they're dipped into baking chocolate. And it's really awesome. And I definitely recommend making those sometime and trying it. You usually can find a recipe online for that. But uh, one of our favorite places to go to get desserts on vacations typically is Epcot at Disney. And uh, there are a couple of go-to spots we like to frequent while we're there. And uh, they are in the France Pavilion and then the Norway Pavilion. You know, now both have amazing pastries that are exclusive to their bakeries. But, uh, you know, I'd have to list probably uh, a list too long to be able to name in this podcast. So I'll just mention kind of one of my favorites, and that's the cream horn that they have. It's just awesome uh, what they put together there. And then, of course, my wife, she enjoys, uh, my wife Emily, she enjoys uh, the pear tarts there in the France Bakery. And uh, we always look forward to getting those each time we go. And uh, what's funny, though, about my choice in desserts there at Disney World is one of my favorite items there uh, is the Mickey bar. <laughs> you can get that at one of the kiosk carts there just uh, as you're walking through the park. But you can actually get a box of those also at your local grocery store. I've seen them at our store here uh, closest to us in the ice cream department. And we've done that uh, quite a few times. But uh, when I think about relating the topic of desserts to the Word of God, you know, I always remember the scripture in Exodus 3, 8. And here the appeal of the promised land for the Israelites was described by using sweets, believe it or not. It says, So I have come down to deliver them from the power of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and spacious land, to a land flowing with milk and honey. And that, of course, was in Exodus 3, 8. You know, and to show the goodness of the Lord in the Bible, the idea of using something delicious is uh, also used in Psalm 34, 8. And there it says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. So we can partake in the pleasures of life like desserts, as that is one small part of God's creation that we can enjoy, right? You know, and I often imagine our ultimate promised land in heaven where there will be uh, flowing milk and honey and and uh, so many other things that we just can't imagine. It's beyond our imagination what's available there in the presence of God for eternity. And I cannot wait. How about you? So as you gather with family and friends for the holidays, go ahead and enjoy some desserts together in moderation, of course. But remember the overall joy we experience in each activity in life ultimately comes through knowing and walking with the Lord. And knowing that is the best way to travel through life's beautiful journey. Our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church. And more information can be found about the church at gracechapel.us. Again, that's gracechapel.us. Remember that you can also send an email directly to me to Pastor Doug Meacham at yahoo.com. Again, that's Pastor Doug, M-E-A-C-H-A-M at yahoo.com. So won't you join us again next week for Life's Beautiful Journey? Thanks again for joining us, and God bless.